0: Hi hi Yeah, that was a that was a movie. Yeah. All right. Hey, welcome to another episode of <laughs> no we ended. Uh, that, and this
1: has been another episode of Never Seen Any of This. Welcome to Never Seen Any of This. My name is Andy. I'm Raymond. And I'm Sammy. And uh it's still Halloween boys. Yeah. Well October, <laughs> It's October. October is Halloween. We it's Halloween
0: month, all yes. a month long. Also known as Spooked over. Spooktober. over. Right. We just had sure. some uh, pumpkin muffins from Raymond yes. They were delicious. Yeah, they were well, exquisite. thank you. you <laughs> check, <laughs> out, exquisite. check out his uh, blog to know how to make them.
1: Yeah. yeah. Plug your blog,
2: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sharing recipes with Raymond.blogspot.com.
1: Hell, Hell yeah.
2: yeah. I update most weeks. Yeah. With recipes. With good ones.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Emily and I were going to try the, uh, you did a pulled pork one. That's the first one I posted. We, we yeah. want to try that one. Hell yes. Yeah.
2: I did it again this last week. Still hold up. Mm,
1: okay. Every time you post one, I get, uh, like, unreasonably mad. Like, I've
2: seen that. You said, fuck you. <laughs> what, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, the cookies one. What was the cookies
2: one? Um, that was um, espresso chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, that
0: made you leave when you showed up with a pumpkin moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, get out of here. Get out of
1: here. <laughs> so, yeah, we watched a, we watched a spooky movie.
2: I don't we think thought it was. But well,
1: it wasn't. <laughs> it was it was a lot. But we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I,
0: I qualifies for as a spooktober movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I I'm, I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have nightmares anyway. Yeah, that's true. We've talked about this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> But uh, before we get into that, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been watching. It's nice being timely. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We're recording these week to week because they're coming out and it's like, oh, we can talk about things I've actually watched.
0: I'm still waiting Mm -hmm. for those episodes that we recorded forever ago that we talked about what we watched. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you
2: what we said for two-thirds of it, Yeah,
0: which is great. I wanted to reference uh, one of our podcasts, but I was like, oh, that hasn't even been released yet, so I can't really reference it. I'm (laughs) concerned because one that we
1: recorded like two weeks ago is coming out two weeks from now, and I can't remember what I talked about on that episode. (laughs) It's going to be out of order.
0: Is that Brick? No, the... yeah, No. Yes. Yeah. It's the, a surprise. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, it was break. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Okay. It should have been. We had a root. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Fuck, I spoiled it.
1: <laughs> Podcast over. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, let's talk about uh, what we've been watching. Sammy, why don't you go?
0: Oh, I went first last time. You want me to go first again? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I got to pull it up. So oh, can, so, so, so you weren't ready. Oh. So I can say them right. <laughs> I should make sure i can say them right okay all right. so i all, um all spooky things or two spooky things one not not spooky things. okay um the first thing i read it was a uh like i've already talked about i'm reading more uh graphic novels because i can now because it's not my summer family summer reading competition mm-hmm. yeah and um so i read a study in emerald by Neil Gaiman.
2: Oh yeah. Oh. So I and I is. and I
0: didn't know what it was. Uh-huh. I just knew it was Neil Gaiman. Yeah. And I got it. I think I got it for really cheap or for free. There was a while there where um, comiXology was like all the only ad that I would get in Facebook. Mm-hmm. So it would tell me when there were like sales going on. And I'm so sure it was like to buy. yes, yeah. So I'm sure there, it was like last Halloween or something that mm-hmm. there was a sale on just spooky stuff. And I got Neil Gaiman because it's Neil Gaiman, and mm-hmm. I read American hey. Gods and like the stuff that he does and good omens so I've right. read, this, this is the third thing have well, you I read did, sandman i've read uh God, sandman's so good i read like half of sandman because I, I i own i don't not not like all of his collection but i, I own like one of the first omnibus of sure. them i've read. always wanted to read it it's supposed it's to be great. amazing and yeah. i know
1: they're adapting it right now uh-huh. so i think on i don't know points. how
0: they could yes. there's just so much in it that i yeah. don't know how they could do it but I'm 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 for it because Sandman <laughs> is supposed to be like the number one thing that he's At done. At least that's actually, what that
2: was, that's what cap,
1: catapulted
0: him to fame. Right. Yeah.
1: From what I hear, it is a series and not a movie, which is exactly what it that needs. should be. It needs yes. to be. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: because like Batman shows up, like it, ever all the DC people yeah, start to DC. show up in it, yeah. Yeah. which is crazy. So. I know I got. To, I don't. I think I got to where <laughs> Batman shows up. I can't remember how far I got into it, but I know like Constantine's like a big character. Yeah. And, 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 Hell yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Hell yeah. Um, so a study in emerald, which I quickly realized w- w- bef- as I was reading it that it's um, a Sherlock Holmes story oh okay. yes a study, study in things. scarlet it's a study in scarlet yeah. right isn't it yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe uh, the original story is a study yeah in scarlet. the
2: sherlock episode is a study in Pink. oh but the original yeah, episode so, yeah the, so the original so the story, story is, scarlet, is
0: yeah. scarlet and i think it's like one of the first yeah stories about uh sherlock holmes so then i was like oh that totally makes sense because it's in the world of cthulhu uh-huh. so that's why it's a study in emerald hell yeah because it's in cthulhu and mm-hmm. after i read it I looked it up because I was like, is there more? Because this is like, sets it up like there should be more. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I need more. It turns out that it wasn't originally a graphic novel first. It was a short story in a book of mm-hmm. um, Sherlock Holmes Cthulhu stuff. So I'm like, oh, I need to buy, that, crossover. buy that book. Because it's just a bunch of different writers writing a short story about Sherlock Holmes in the Cthulhu world. So yeah. it's super cool. The, the guy that's like Watson, he went to war. But the reason he left is he like... Literally saw Cthulhu and like got hurt by Cthulhu, so that's why he limps. Is Cthulhu hurt him, and instead of like war hurting him? Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's so cool. And a mind war. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so like the the person that gets killed is one of those like creatures, but it's like a prince of the that mm-hmm. world. So okay. they're trying to figure out who did it, and it's it's a lot. I'm, I, I haven't read *A Study in Scarlet*, but I feel like it's probably the same beats, but yeah, in that world instead. So. It's super cool, and the end twist is awesome, um, mm-hmm. and I won't ruin it, but the end twist is really cool. So that was, that's where I was like, there's got to be more, right? And it's like, no, we just did a short story to cool. do a short story. Mm-hmm. So the second one that I've read a volume of, and I'm not sure if I will continue to read all three volumes, and this is the one that I have to look at to make sure that I say right, Uzumaki. Oh, Junji oh, Ito. By Junji Ito. Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, baby, I have,
0: I have all three volumes. Oh. I, and that was another one through Comixology. Oh, I, baby, I really what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I read the first volume, and it is something.
1: Sammy, that's nightmare for you. <laughs> Sammy, what <laughs> are you doing? <laughs> also, can I borrow it? Because I also really want to read it. <laughs>
0: it's on my phone. <laughs> oh, Andy, shit. I'm sorry. Can you screen cap it? Yeah, it, just screen you? cap every single... Eyeball. And, yeah. yeah honestly <laughs> it, it, it's worth reading just for the the images because the images are so disturbing and just so like Do, uh, insane we should explain what it is <laughs> yes uh-huh. so it's a manga written by junji ito uh-huh. and who a, is it, like legendary well, legendary horror, horror... manga uh-huh. really really disturbing yes yeah really really super disturbing, disturbing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: he was working with uh kojima on pt and what was going to be the, uh, the Silent Hills. Okay. No. Yeah, they were working together. We, oh, fuck. That would have been uh, so
0: That's good. why it was canceled. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because they saw what they were doing and they like, were like, no. We cannot we let this out. So it's about a town that starts to get uh, messed up by spirals. So yeah. spirals just become like a thing. So like the, the first one is the, like, the main character's boyfriend's dad starts to become obsessed with spirals. And he's like, everything needs to be a spiral. And then he's like, I need to become a spiral. And contorts his body in a bowl oh, into a spiral mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dies. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's it. the first the first part. And the imagery of that is just it's yeah. insane. So then they cremate the the in that town they cremate the people that die. When he dies, his smoke becomes a spiral in the sky cool. and like goes into the pond and they're like, That's weird. <laughs> and then yeah. and then the next chapter is the the um the girl, I think it's the girl's father, starts to get obsessed with spirals because he puts his. And this might not be the very next one, but his the father <laughs> starts to put his like pottery into the into an uh, in, to bake, and when it comes out, it's all deformed and has spirals on it. And he's like, everything's got to have spirals. So then everyone just starts to get obsessed. No, the the one after the the father is the wife. It starts to become scared of spirals, so she cuts off her fingerprints. She doesn't want to see any spirals at all, and then she then is in the, like a hospital and sees a like a um what the inside of your body realizes or looks like and realizes that like your ear your cochlea mm-hmm. is a spiral, uh-huh. so she takes scissors, Cuts stabs it. her he- stabs her head to like get rid of the spiral, but messing up her ear gave her vertigo, so then all she saw were spirals, oh. so then she kills herself. Oh. That's the second chapter. You know, really? <laughs> and they burn contract. her, and then there's the smoke spirals <laughs> in this guy, and then so the thing is I this so I read the first volume, which I think is ten chapters. Of okay. like every chapter is someone else getting obsessed or something else uh, happened to somebody. The main character, every <laughs> single time it's like, Oh, that's that's gonna happen? Oh and then like Oh, it happened. And then the next chapter is like, oh, you're starting to get obsessed with spirals? And the boyfriend the entire time, from the get-go, is like, this is bad. I'm living in a different town. Every time I come here, it's all spirals and this is terrible. We should leave. And she's always like, no, that's not happening. But she sees every single one happen and she's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. One even happens to her and she's still like, no, everything's okay. There's no spiral problem. Do you know what happens at the end? No.
1: I will not say.
0: So I I should. So that's where I'm like, every chapter now is just something else spiral related happening to someone, and then her saying, "Oh, that's weird," and then like just moving on. (laughs) So that's where I'm like, okay, I'm ten, I'm I'm ten chapters (laughs) into this, and I'm kind of getting where what's happening now. Yeah. So I don't. That's where I was like, I'm not sure if I want to keep going. Got what it's doing. Yeah, kind of because because it was originally a it was published in a magazine like a comic strip of a Uh, magazine, so it was published one chapter at a time. So that's, like, where you get that, like, oh, everyone... You get the magazine, you read that one chapter, you're like, oh, cool, that's what happened to that person. And then you get the next month. Mm-hmm. But when I'm reading it all <laughs> in yeah. a row, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of seeing what's happening. But, I mean, I assume that the story arc would end after the first volume, and then it would switch to something else besides spirals. But, no, I I started volume two and yeah. read, read, like, a chapter two of that, and it's still the spiral thing. Which is, I mean, again, it's worth reading just for the, the imagery that he comes up with mm-hmm. is just crazy yeah and Uh, so disturbing and like so well done (laughs) you know that he is
1: working with adult swim on Uh, an animated series of it Uh, of that show yeah there's Uh a trailer
0: oh
1: there's a trailer yeah and he's and he's working with them
0: oh yeah (laughs) i mean that's the whole the whole thing that is so good about it is that the imagery is just messed up yeah if you're looking for like disturbing horror (laughs) but I, i mean so if you know the ending I mean, I know something. Okay. So do you think it's worth reading another 20 chapters to get to that ending? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> I might. I might still. I mean, especially if there's going to be a show of it. <laughs> yeah. Might be interesting to get through all of it. but. I mean, I haven't read it, but I just right.
1: I saw something that seemed like the end game. <laughs> okay. And
0: it may not be. Like, who knows? Yeah, it may is not the, be. Is he the one that also did the one where there's like that shark that walks on land? Is that also him? Have you seen images of that? Oh, I feel like I've seen I that pop up on Twitter where it's like it has crab legs and it, like they're walking on land. I, I don't know if that's also him. But that was another so. one because I because I was like looking up like oh what what's a good like horror manga I should read and that was the the Uzumaki one and then the shark one was uh, the other yeah. one. Is that him? Oh
1: yeah, would you look at
0: that? Yep, there it is. Yep. God, that's <laughs> See, terrifying. I almost got that one too because shark I was like with that crab legs.
1: One's, yep. Cool. I hate that.
0: Yeah. So I mean, like, he, he just, uh, is the way, because he draws it,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: just his, the way he draws it is just, like, so, like, visceral and, like, real. Oh, it's horrifying. It yeah. is so horrifying. So that's what's, I mean, it's, and the, the cool thing about the volumes is, like, some parts of it are in color, too, mm-hmm. because it's, like, <coughs> a special edition version or oh, whatever, so. Wow. That's pretty good. All right. We mm-hmm. <laughs> got through a volume with that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> And then the last thing um, isn't a horror thing. I started listening to a new podcast that I feel like I, I have to recommend. Um, it's my new podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, oh boy! I'm, oh! I'm leaving. I'm we starting my own with podcast. We recording equipment, and this is what you do. I have ten episodes out? No. Oh, shit. Um, the Office Ladies podcast. Have oh, you yeah. heard about that? Yeah, <laughs> have you no, listened to it yet? I have not. Oh, it's so good. No, okay. um, I, I I My wife has watched uh, The Office through like f- five or six times, I'm sure, at this point.
1: My wife,
0: my wife. Give <laughs> <Your> peace <laughs> sign over there. <laughs> um, I haven't watched The Office through that many times. Only uh, the only the most I've seen is just because she has it on. So it's really fun to listen to them talk about the behind the scenes stuff that you mm-hmm. don't know about. Yeah. Just in case people don't know what it is, it's uh, Jenna Fisher, the lady who played Pam, and then Angela McKenzie, Angela the lady McKenzie. the lady that played yeah. Angela, <laughs> are doing a podcast and they're going through episode by episode, talking That's about cool. behind the scenes of each episode so it's just great because you just like just h- hearing them talk about how, how much fun it was to film that and getting awesome. to know. and then just it's always fu- it's also funny that like like Angela was Angela mm-hmm. Oscar was Oscar <laughs> like a lot of them were just their right. names so yeah that, that was funny but there's a lot of just behind the scenes <coughs> tidbits that are really fun if you enjoy the office so I've been really enjoying listening to that nice and cool those are my three things that are right. two horror and uh office ladies all right <laughs> There you Tis go. the season. Tis the season for Office Ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond. Raymond, i Ray, watching.
2: <clears throat> Not a whole lot. I started uh, season three of Big Mouth, oh. and yep. I got, I think, two episodes in. I am enjoying it so far. Uh, I understand what you were saying last week about how you felt about it. I haven't gotten to uh, Ali Wong's character yet, but I'm sure it'll be fine, because everything I saw was like, oh, this is what I expect from Big Mouth. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't love the musical numbers so far. But I'm only two episodes in, so I might like them more. But I don't like that so far. Two episodes in, and both episodes have had an ending musical number.
0: So <laughs> yeah, it
2: seems. Is that a little too on re- those
0: recurring thing where every
1: episode ends with a musical? I number? think episode nine is a full on like musical episode. Oh, uh, okay. But I don't, I don't recall all of the musical mm-hmm. numbers.
2: Like it's in the first two seasons, it happens. But it's used selectively, and I don't know if I have you seen knowing the, going in that it's going to be like almost every
1: episode's a song. Have you gotten to the uh, episode where they go to Florida yet? No. All right, that is a song. Yeah, but you will like that one for sure. I, I mean, like,
2: I'm not upset with the songs. It's just like both times the, <coughs> the, the both episodes end with a song. Like, I know ah, that this.
1: Okay. I know that they have hired. I think in all seasons they have uh-huh. a person who's specifically just writing songs sure. for yeah. the show. Because like it's, like a, it's you were an saying, integral part of the, the show. First,
0: the first two. Seasons don't really have so musical they, in it. They they do. They do. Oh, okay. but
2: it's it's more selective. It's like two or right.
0: three
1: throughout the whole season. Yeah. Okay. And there's there is more in season. Three.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. It already seemed like there was going to be more. But yeah, I've I've enjoyed it so far. I enjoy the the topics they're going through, how they're presenting it. It seems almost a little on the nose at this point. I mean, <clears throat> I'm granted, I am only two episodes in, but it's literally the second episode is like destroying the patriarchy because they have to have a dress code. All the girls have to have a dress code. is like mm-hmm. sure, but and that's something that like middle school kids have to deal with. But it's like oh, this is all right. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the first episode. It's like and that episode are both about like also men's rights activist kind of shit, which is very funny. Yeah,
1: it's
2: like Andrew goes to like a men's rights rally and he's agreeing with everything until they're like, oh, and also the blacks are bad and, and, he Jews. and He's like, it's like, oh, a- they're Nazis. I gotta oh, go. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it so far.
0: Um So it feels like. South Park in the aspect that they just do it on episodes that are hot topics to do well on? South Park
2: is doing it
0: as it happens yeah, as it happens right so South Park is more immediate but yeah yeah would you say that Big Mouth is because again I've only it, seen like four it almost episodes, feels but, uh, like they
1: know that, mm-hmm. like they're in on the joke that they're right. hitting like they're right like it's very portray- much
2: like eighties. 80s- uh, like sitcom PSA episode, kind yeah, of and they're oh, like okay. they're very much in on it, like uh-huh. yeah,
1: we know that this is like preachy, but that's right. the point. Yeah, okay. And I mean, there's a whole there's a whole
2: subplot of like Jason his character is is bi and he doesn't know how to represent it, so he's like,
1: is it in the third season where he's watching the Canadian yeah, Netflix series Canadian to Netflix discover his sexuality? Uh, a gay magician, <laughs> voiced by Martin Short. Uh huh. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> But yeah, yet it it almost like gives it a level of earnestness when it's like uh-huh. they know that they're being preachy, yeah. right. but at the same time they're like, "But come on!" Uh-huh. Right. It was like what they're trying to say. Like
2: I, I appreciate it. I'm not upset with that at all. I think it that's good content worth <coughs> telling. Yeah. But yeah. if every episode is like that, I'll be like, I I appreciate it, but I would like less of that every episode. They're hitting
1: it hard this season because I think they did it so well in the first two right. seasons. Yeah, they were able to to get it in there and, mm-hmm. and not make it feel, like, cheesy or sure. or unauthentic. Mm-hmm. And so it does feel like in this season they're like, all right, every episode we're going to hit hard with some sort of, like, social
0: issue.
2: But also it's filthy. Oh. It's like <laughs> Jesse Mantzoukas is fucking Completely a cooked filthy. turkey.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh. And gobbles at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. And that's why I didn't, didn't really watch oh, Maurice,
1: the hormone monster. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the, dis- the descriptions he comes up with. Uh-huh oh it's disgusting incredible (laughs) but i
2: love it that's that's my kind of humor where it's it's something that's like raunchy just over the top gross jokes and sex jokes and stuff like that but they're using that as a way to deliver like levity (coughs) to a social situation that is real
1: and it also has like a unexpected amount of like sweetness to it yeah because it's not like these characters are filthy Mm -hmm. but i don't ever feel like God, this is a terrible person. Like, I hate no, this character. Like, no, it's, it's very much... It's,
2: it's very much, like, out of the mind of, like, if you were 12 <laughs> to 14... With this no is filter. Like, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah I, I've been... I started to watch that. I'm very excited to to finish that um, this coming week. And I started yesterday the new Netflix show with Paul Rudd, Living With Yourself. Oh, oh. I want to watch it so bad. Yeah, I saw the first episode. I haven't gotten any further than that. Is all,
1: are all episodes yes. out? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's... Bizarre, but in a great in a great fun way. That's great. It's sci-fi. It's comedy. It's drama. So it is com Because yeah, it's, it's it's funny.
0: Everyone's selling it as like comedy, but everything that I've seen about it, it seems like it's more of the drama aspect. I mean, I've only it, seen but, the pilot, but the pilot yeah.
2: sets there up to be comedy and drama okay. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So for for anyone who doesn't know, the premise is basically that Paul Rudd's like a forty year old marketing guy who's super ups, like listless unhappy with his life his wife is like not happy with him mm-hmm. he's like going through life just listlessly dragging through it and he one of his coworkers, has like a huge success and uh, they're having like a, a celebration for it and he's like oh what happened to you because like months ago you were a completely different person yeah and the guy's like well i went to this spa and the spa is by referral only but it's it'll totally change your life. So then Paul Rudd goes to the spa, and they're like, all right, pay us the money, and you know, you'll know you get the special spa treatment. And they put him under, and he wakes up wrapped in plastic wrap, buried underground. And he, <laughs> he gets out, and it's like a forest, and he walks all the way back to his house, only to find that he's already in the house. There's a second Paul Rudd.
0: What's that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where there's clones? Total Recall? No, that's not what we call it. It's where they have to, like, look at his eyelid to figure out what clone oh, he is. Oh, Eraser? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know, that's what yeah. it makes me think of when he, like, goes... It's not like... Commando, I don't know it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's, like, the same kind of thing yeah. where he, like... Sure. The whole movie, he's trying to figure, like, get the clones out of his uh-huh. life, and then it turns out that he was a clone the whole uh-huh. time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so far, it's it's super interesting, and it's... Knowing how they filmed it, I, I watched a... Um, his Paul Rudd's interview with Hot Ones, the
0: YouTube show, where he oh, described it's how so, so it's, so gr- it's so great. The and Hot I, Ones episode is uh-huh. so good.
2: Hey, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> <them>. Not me. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? He talked about having to film the scenes, like, well, how'd you do it? And he was like, well, I sat there in one spot and did all of the dialogue, and then I got into other clothes and then stood in the other spot and did all of the dialogue. again. they, like, again, fed a it through, and through like, an yeah.
0: like, earpiece It just... Uh-huh. Did it all again
2: and it looks at least in the very first episode it's seamless it might it, yeah the more they do it might the, get less so but it's so far in the first episode they it was perfectly set
1: okay yeah so like it because they've been able to to do this in movies yeah forever um it used to be they would just keep the camera in one spot mm-hmm. roll and you would do it limited amount of times mm-hmm. now they have certain like dollies that can literally so you can do different camera moves and Mm. stuff with it so that it will move exactly the same so it will be seamless I
2: mean they did it for Lindsay Lohan The Parent Trap but how they had to do that 20 years ago is that they put a piece of tape on the ground and she couldn't cross a line because she had to be on the other side of
1: (laughs) of the camera on that Yes, and you can tell that Uh there's like a invisible line in the middle Mm -hmm. in
0: in those movies but now like almost like they're looking in a mirror like looking in a mirror kind of Uh aspect yeah. yeah in this
2: movie Paul I mean the show Paul Rudd grabs himself multiple times and he's like face to face with himself
0: and it doesn't look any different I feel like they gotta have like a double at some point if they like, attack, like well, wrestle yeah. or whatever. There's, there's gotta they're, be. A they're doing like a they...
2: composite shot where he's doing right. both yeah. things and they just replace yeah, him yeah. each shot. Uh, with unless the
1: you have the budget and movie making magic of Ang Lee, and then you can make old Will Smith <laughs> by young Will Smith
0: <laughs> with, with one Will Smith. A hundred percent CGI. And, yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. Now that worked
1: out. Uh, it's gonna lose seventy five million dollars. <laughs> Jeez. So. <laughs> Oh.
2: oh man yeah living with yourself so far is very good the whole the premise living with
0: myself isn't <laughs> the um yeah.
2: the the kind of idea of it is that they are pulling out in in this clone of paul rudd they are like taking out the bad stuff and like altering his dna and giving him like all positive traits yeah. So he is literally a better version of himself. Uh-huh. So he's got a clone that's better at everything, basically, is what I've gathered so far. Yeah. And they... It's, it's very... There's a lot of funny sequences in it. It's, it does derive a lot of humor, I think, so far from the situation, while not being... <coughs> like... Like, it's not a jokey thing, either, that it's, like, a serious thing where, like, he was... The original Paul Rudd was supposed to die, and he didn't. Yeah. So they go back to, like, the spa place, and like, hey, what the fuck yeah and like oh yeah uh normally we would have um dissolved you in acid but it's a korean chemical that we need and we couldn't get it and, oh. you know so you know in a perfect world we would have just dissolved you in acid but instead we just wrapped you in plastic and put you in the forest and it didn't work out so well it's like you were gonna murder me <laughs> you paid and for like, it yeah it's so funny they the the guys he talks to at the spa are called left and right <laughs> and they're like two up one's the happy salesman and the other guy's like the technical guy. Uh, yeah. And um, they um the the happy guy selling the spa service, he's like, I'm here for the spa and then the guy's just like, Life, am I right? And it's like <laughs> laughing, he laughs at his own non joke. But Paul Rose just staring like, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But so it's so far i I appreciate I I always want more sci-fi on these streaming services, because half the time it's bad, and that's that's gonna happen. But there's so little of it out there that I would I would love to have more sci-fi, more fantasy, all these genres represented mm-hmm. when they are just adapting. All these streaming services are are content hungry. They all every there's always a new streaming service. They're always optioning more stuff. They need more things to develop to keep people going and there's there's a mine of a hundred years worth of sci-fi that you you know and this this might be a created concept from this it seems like the guy who's a director and screenwriter is also like the creator of this idea yeah but just getting more of that out there
0: is mm-hmm. so i'm so appreciative of it well, i'm excited <laughs> for because i think this is on netflix too the witcher yes I'm excited that's coming that. soon that's coming soon. Although
2: they're they're saying that's that's not based on the video games, it's based, based on, on the books. books. Yeah. But I guess um, right, I fucking Henry Cavill has said he's done some stuff to make sure that it's also he's a big video game yeah. fan. Yeah. So, so he said he's nods like to it. It, yeah nods to well, the, the game. Well, the games take
0: place after the books, so well, I mean, it's it like I guess that, that
2: the author of the books hates the games. Oh, maybe. I guess I I've heard like he does not look upon them
1: favorably. I was I don't think. I was a little concerned when I saw the first image mm-hmm. of Henry Cavill. Yeah. He uh, looked pretty bad, I thought. But I, I remember the trailer, that image. though. I don't think I have.
0: Because <laughs> the, there's a part where he's shirtless and his muscles don't look real. How muscular! Oh, so soul, yeah, I'm you're in. in. You're in.
1: You're in. No, taking everything back. Sorry,
2: you didn't get enough of that. in Man of Steel, or Batman? Not versus no. No. no, 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 not enough.
0: Not enough. He's only shirtless in uh, Man of Steel. He's not shirtless <laughs> anywhere else. So he only get that once. Mission Impossible. Oh, you're right. He went, oh, yeah. He's yes. not shirtless in Mission Impossible. Oh. He makes his beard come back. That was in my. my that punching, was in the but... dreams that I had after. Yes, that. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we um, mm-hmm. stop talking about the Paul Rudd show, mm-hmm. what would you do if uh, a, a better version of yourself replaced and made everybody in your life better? What would you do?
2: You know, we talked about this once in the old podcast
0: when we talked about the one I love. Oh, oh yeah. you're. Oh,
2: we have. I. It's one of my most cherished memories is that podcast which now is not on the internet but i think i argued that the best andy is a
0: dead andy because there's <laughs> no good version of you I remember. So, <laughs> so even the best that's right i feel like i remember talking about but yeah. even the best version of andy it's still not a good version of
1: andy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh uh, man that's good
0: so yeah i guess
1: i'd snuff that fucker <laughs> out you guys don't want me around <laughs> who fucking cares
2: yeah that's the way to approach it yeah yeah
1: we're well, good
0: we
2: covered that right? yeah <laughs> th- that's that's really all I I, I I watched the the newest episode of great british bake-off that was out mm-hmm. yeah. it's great I love great british bake-off the great british baking show is it's called yeah on get it right um it's it's excellent uh i just great material the problem I have
0: with it is that it's not the same judges that I loved watching before. Is, it's, there's, only, there's, a, there's only one judge different. Is it only one judge yeah. different? I thought, it's oh, it's the, still hosts, Paul are, the hosts are different, though, too. Yeah, really? it's yeah, Noel so, Fielding. Instead. What, yeah.
2: So what happened is the production company wasn't run by the BBC. so oh, They had to get different. Yeah. Right, so everyone who was on the original Great British Bake Off were like, had a contract with the BBC as mm-hmm. well to star in other stuff.
0: Oh. So when they when
2: the production company pulled the show... People who didn't want to break their contract stayed. Yeah. So, like, the two hosts were, like, have a morning show on the BBC, and Mary Berry's, like, contracted for,
0: like, uh, four okay. other shows. Whew. I thought she passed away. She that is was not very... dead.
2: I looked that up the other day. She <laughs> is I was not like,
0: dead. I, f- I figured that was the reason she wasn't <laughs> on anymore. <laughs> I was like, she must have They couldn't leave their away. BBC <laughs> contract. Uh, oh, good. I love
2: Mary Berry. But, I mean, I, Mel and Sue <laughs> were okay. Yeah. Like, they're, they're fine. But I love Noel Fielding, and okay. I will take yeah. him in anything. I mean, he yeah, he is the best.
0: He was an IT crowd, right? Yes, he yeah. is. Yeah. He is mm.
2: the Vince, the goth IT. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. He's great in everything. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've, all I've been up to.
0: Andy, all right, get out your list. No, no, please don't. Uh, don't have as much. we a half hour. <laughs> I've uh,
1: I've just been watching a lot of HBO this week. Oh, uh, and
0: you can't even talk about the one thing that you want to talk about. A I'll lot. talk. I'll talk. We'll get there. Yeah.
1: Um. So I finished. I can't remember if I talked about this last week or the week before. So you may be hearing my initial thoughts on it in 2 weeks. <laughs> but I finished watching The Righteous Gemstones. I don't
0: remember. No, when you you, you
2: about had that. only watched a couple like a couple episodes. Yeah, yes. but when
0: did you talk about it? I feel like it I don't know if it's been aired. I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know. I think it has. But in in, in
1: any case. But I remember listening about it. So go we'll continue. I I have finished the first season now. Mm-hmm. I've watched all the I didn't the know it was over. Yeah, they had a, a season finale like two or three weeks ago how many episodes was it eight or nine? Oh wow only like okay. eight episodes it,
2: um, when i don't have <coughs> hbo fucking shows come and go and i just yeah have no idea what they start and finish uh
1: well and it's it was easy to get through because the first episode is an hour long mm. but after that it's just a half hour oh okay, uh, okay. okay. which i think barry was like that too uh-huh uh, they had mm, the no. pilot well, oh okay. they're all 30
0: minutes okay yeah. well the in uh maybe, Genesis, though, maybe you're right the pilot might have been
1: longer yeah but I, I think the pilot is an hour and then afterwards okay. it's all 30 right. minutes um, but yeah, af- I liked the show a lot. I was interested to see where it was going mm-hmm. after watching the pilot because mm-hmm. it's, it's a pretty strong pilot, but like with most shows, you got to take a couple episodes to get the feel really of the set, show. Yeah. And once uh, Walton Goggins shows up as uh, baby <sighs> Billy Freeman, I love him. it really takes yeah. off. Um, it's it's great. It's I've seen. I watched some of Vice Principles. I didn't finish Vice Principles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always wanted to watch it, but I never did. But uh, Danny McBride wrote and directed quite a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, What's that other show that he did a lot of? East Side, East, Eastbound, Eastbound and, Eastbound. and okay, yeah, yeah, that show had like six seasons. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, like yeah. uh, but I hope The Righteous Gemstones goes on for several seasons because uh-huh. I love these characters. They're despicable, uh-huh. but uh, they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. They're very flawed, uh, but in the best way possible. Uh, Adam Driver is incredible. He has a fake faux hawk that he, so he says he, his hair can be closer to Jesus. Oh, Adam Driver? Not Adam Adam Driver. Divine. Adam Divine.
0: Okay, I was going to say, Adam Driver shows
1: up? My bad. No, you're good. Uh, but he, his, uh, subplot character arc with his friend Keith, who is a, uh, he lives with him. He's a recovering, uh, Satanist. Oh. Nice. So he's converted him to come live in the church, but he still has, like, 666 tattoos all over oh. him. Oh. Uh, that storyline is incredible and ends in a really, really fun and satisfying way. Uh-huh. Um, I had heard when the show was uh, coming out, there was some press, uh, one of the shows that was on HBO, which I haven't watched yet, but Euphoria was causing oh, yeah. a big stir yeah. for having like the record for male penises on screen, uh-huh. and Danny McBride quickly came out and said, uh, we have a scene in this season that beats it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I believe it does. <laughs> There's a lot of penis in one episode. Shh. It beats those dicks off. Yeah. Oh. But God. believe it or not, believe it or not, boys. It's okay. Boys, I hit myself. Believe it or not, boys, the story's so good. Right on there. I didn't even notice those penises. Oh.
0: Yeah. You're just so desensitized by penis.
1: Yeah. I don't want to say too much because the show right. goes in directions that you don't expect, uh-huh. and it's way more of like a, a like mystery crime, but also really really funny at the same time. But mm. the show was really marketed as a Straight up comedy. Mm. I thought it was going to be more like Arrested Development, right? Just set in like a megachurch, and it's it's really not. So, what would you compare it to then? I would say it's more like Arrested Development, mixed with like Breaking Bad. Okay, a little less oh, heavy, wow. yeah. Uh-huh. But that sort of like crime drama, but mixed with God, really I can't funny. believe
2: those characters
1: are in a crime drama. It's,
2: That's what I want. It's yeah.
1: <laughs> it's very funny. It's very. Wow! Great. I loved it. As soon as it was over, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make Emily watch this because I want to watch it again right mm-hmm. now." Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see where season two goes because. Uh,
0: and is it going to be? A
1: yes, two? it has okay. been renewed for a second season, but the show did kind of end in a satisfying way to where if wow. they didn't get a second season, yeah. it'd it be okay. It'd be okay, but you really, really want more. Right. Nice. And it's open to a lot of different. So that's how
0: I feel around. like seasons should end day and age of things may not get in yeah. the second season mm-hmm. where so many things are just like cliffhanger and you're like you may not get a chance yeah. so yes i
1: highly recommend the righteous gemstones but uh a lot of male nudity if that's a problem for you maybe watch out i guess
0: <laughs> watch out for them dongers
1: watch out for them dongers because they'll get you
0: is that what it says at the beginning like what yeah. it says tvma watch out for them <laughs> dongers
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah i hope so <laughs> <clears throat> um and the
1: second thing that i watched uh, was I started watching the show Succession?
2: God, I need to start that show.
0: I've heard nothing but great things. Mm-hmm. See, I, I just when I looked at the IMDb, the IMDb was a little lower than I was like, well, maybe I won't start watching it. Cause, it
2: you shouldn't be <coughs> waiting. on I IMDb. The num- I look at the yeah. numbers. It's, okay. all, it's
0: a number game to me.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's it's really good, good, and I really enjoy it. It's a very very well written show, and the uh, the writing the dialogue uh-huh. and the way the characters talk to each other is so like it's almost like Aaron Sorkin like. Yeah. It's like wow. so meticulously like perfect and cool sounding. Yeah. And they're just like rich assholes mm-hmm. being awful to each other. Um, I've
2: heard that is like is, it is a more serious Arrested Development. But like the same kind yes. of thing.
1: So It's a way darker. Uh-huh. It's not as like it is it has comedy in it uh-huh. but it is a dark but comedy. It,
0: it seems like the comedy is just from the dialogue. Yeah, it's really, really Mm -hmm. dark, dark, dark comedy,
1: and I will say I cannot binge it like I can Brightest Gemstones, because it is so stressful, because it's all high stakes, there's so much on the line for everything.
2: Uh, I need to watch this show.
1: Yeah, it's really good. I've watched four episodes of the first season, Mm -hmm. and I really like it, but like... There's two seasons,
0: right? Yes.
1: Yeah. But every time I watch an episode, I feel like my heart rate increasing, and I'm like, I can only take this one episode at and a time. And how long are the episodes? <coughs> They're an hour each, so it's a longer, and I think there's yeah, ten episodes. Mm-hmm. Playing a number game. I like, can't. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's 20 episodes in full, so yeah. that one will take me a little bit longer. I mean, I, I really
0: like the, the, the dad, the guy who plays the dad. I can't think of his name. But. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, uh. Not ripped torn. No. Yes, we always. I feel like every time we go to We're talk
0: about him, you say Rip torn, and it's not ripped it's torn. Not ripped it's uh, Riker from the second X-Men yeah. movie. That's who it, it is. It'll come to me, but um, he's incredible. Yeah, and um, how is Wallace from Scott Scott Pilgrim? Because uh, that's what I saw, and I was like, Kira I would Culkin? watch it. I would watch it just for him. McCall. Kieran Culkin. Yeah, yeah he's a Culkin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe the most despicable character <laughs> in fiction. He is the fucking worst. Good. But he's also really fun to watch. Yeah. Perfect. And he's a smarmy asshole. I mean, that, that's Wallace. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Wallace is way more lovable. No, you're right. Wallace yeah. isn't despicable. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that succession, I would cautiously advise you to watch it, but I can understand if this is not a show for everyone.
2: I have heard... Literally every week through Twitter, the the people in, like, the movie and film yes. critic world that I follow are all like, holy shit, succession this week. And I'm like, man, I need to get on that train. Yeah. I have nothing but envy. I need to start the show.
1: Uh, and then the last thing <clears throat> that I watched is I watched. That you can't talk about? Well, I can talk about some of it. No, you can't. <laughs> Uh, ha- I don't want to hear what I will. I will not spoil anything, Andy. Who I wa- know who a who watched thing. the Watchmen. Andy watched the first episode oh, of the HBO series Watchmen. <sighs> I need. To is see it me. everything
0: you wanted? It is
1: everything I didn't know I wanted good. from the series. It is, and so I watched this episode. Mm-hmm. Damon Lindelof is I like how you
0: did a do it to him. (laughs) I had to do it to him. (laughs) him.
1: I can't believe how much I fucking love this show and I've only seen one episode. Uh, Damon Lindelof is the uh, showrunner, so he Mm -hmm. did Lost and he did The Leftovers. Yeah, which Leftovers got a lot of praise in the last couple seasons. Yeah, and he's talked before in the past how Watchmen it formed his storytelling, like, mm-hmm. brain. So oh, that's
0: so cool that he got to do Watchmen. So,
1: a lot of... He he credits the flashbacks from Lost directly to the structure of Watchmen. Watchmen. Wow. Um, yeah, and Watch I, I remember when they said they were going to do a Watchmen series on HBO, and I was like, well, that doesn't sound like a great idea. Uh-huh. That's right, all
0: I could think was like, oh, they're just going to... I mean, it might be done better because I assumed that it was going to be based on just following the graphic novel again. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it'll be better because it's in episodes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then you told me that it takes place after. It is set
1: in the same year or in the same world as the graphic novel, but 20 years later. And it is definitely the world of the graphic novel and not the the Zack Snyder movie. Right. It's Um, not like.
2: I've heard there's references to both, but it is based in the comic book world, not the movie. Absolutely. Which. I heard about that because I, our our (coughs) Facebook listener Corey asked me about it. Yeah, it's so much. I I mean, the comic
0: is so much darker than the movie. Like, and it's well more realistic as well. Is that like?
1: I don't think so. I went. (laughs) I do have something to talk about with that because I watched that first episode, and was like, "Oh shit, Uh, I want to watch this forty more times right Uh, away." Yeah. Um, but my fiance Emily also wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, she has not read the graphic novel. Like, then we at least probably should watch the movie. Oh, okay. I have not watched the movie. Do you watch the director's cut? The only way to watch we it. We tried watching the ultimate cut. Oh, That's what the Black Freighter is? You don't need the Black Freighter part I it. I found out that I don't, the collection that I have does not come with the director's cut. It's theatrical or
0: the ultimate. Oh, cut. so you have to watch the Black So we Freighter were
1: going to watch the ultimate cut and skip through the Black Freighter part. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Fair um, but we didn't make it that far. Yeah, that movie really does not hold up. And what? You're wrong. Okay, but what was the last time okay. you read I the love graphic novel? No, 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 no. Okay, so here. Listen, get out.
2: <laughs> See, I is watched it... it a couple months ago,
1: so I do have a, f- a fairly fresh memory of the movie. It, watching it through this time, this is the rest of the episode. <laughs> it was very. It we've talked about it before, uh-huh. and it was very more like evident to me. And after watching the series. Uh huh. Went to the first episode of that and going. I guess that's oh, your
0: mistake is that you went to something that's probably like incredible to and, something that. And
1: the series incorporates all of the themes about Watchmen mm-hmm. that you didn't know and that Zack Snyder didn't incorporate in the right. movie. And didn't understand. We've
0: talked about that. Yeah. Yes,
1: <laughs> and so it was very apparent that Zack Snyder nails how it's supposed to look,
0: uh-huh.
1: and the casting is really good, yeah. and it looks great, and visually it is a. It, is a, shot for it shot. is a shot for shot remake of the graphic novel, mm-hmm, yeah. but everything he does with it and the tone of it misses the point of Watchmen. Uh-huh. It is very obvious that he loves Rorschach yeah. and thinks that Rorschach is the hero. Yeah. So in parts in the Joker graphic episode. novel where you're supposed to be like, "Man, this guy's a fucking psychopath," Zack Snyder puts yeah, in right. epic music and <laughs> slow mo. And the other thing that I really appreciate about the Watchmen uh, graphic novel. Is that it's very apparent that these are all people that don't have superpowers mm-hmm. that they yes. are that they are not superheroes they are just normal people who decided to put on outfits and right. go defend the people except for except Doctor for dr manhattan, for dr. manhattan. For that's right. why he's so important and mm-hmm. why everyone is so scared of him in the movie it's way more shot like a superhero movie into where uh-huh. everybody's in slow-mo everybody he puts in a bunch of action sequences where like they're breaking people's shins yeah right and i'll agree with you on that the emphasis yes. is
2: definitely put more on
1: them being super people and not just like silk specters like a marketing stunt you know? and i will say yeah. I still will watch the movie and enjoy yeah. it because I love the graphic novel mm-hmm. so much, and I can look at it and see the things that I like about it. Right. We had to stop because Emily could not make it anymore. She was like, I need a break because... Well, it's like three and a half hours. It's long. Yeah. It's also so front-loaded. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's all the backstory of everyone. And also, like here's the comedian who's the worst person who is a serial rapist and murderer... And also, Zack Snyder is also trying to make you feel bad for Mm -hmm. him. So it's like, here's a scene of him raping and killing a woman in Vietnam, but, like, feel sad at his funeral, Uh you know? So it's like, it's a lot of very conflicting tones (laughs) there. And, like,
2: that's that's how the the graphic novel is as well. But each chapter of the graphic novel also ends with, like,
1: pages of, like, material for
2: you to read that's, like, supplemental material.
1: And a lot of those big monologues, Mm -hmm. reading them on the page Mm -hmm. flows a lot better than hearing really right, crud a... up deliver it monotone yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm just saying that after that I would I would suggest read the graphic novel don't just
0: watch the movie
1: right and it's like and yeah, that's, that's what
0: I was th- thinking do I should I read the graphic novel before I watch the have you not episode? read the book I've read it yes. you've read it oh, oh okay. I've read it
1: several times um I think but it's been quite a while I think <laughs> if you've read it once I think you'll
2: understand from what I know you'll understand the difference
1: you will get everything that you need from the show okay
0: um I would say... I want to ask something, but I don't know if you can answer it. Does the alien thing happen? You mean the yes. giant squid? The, sorry, the giant squid yes. coming down. The, the show dimension? is in a
1: world where the squid happened. Good. Uh-huh. Yes. And it's it, already better than the movie. And it <laughs> is. Okay. Let's <laughs> no, say no, this. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's say this.
2: The ending of the Watchmen movie is better for a movie. For a movie, yes. yes. Oh, You yes. can... Yeah. Reading the Watchmen comic, being like oh, I opened up a portal to the squid dimension the squid came out and then it immediately died and I closed the portal and it landed on New York. I'm like, well, that's a very Alan Moore thing to do, but what the fuck? Yeah, like, I you can't necessarily yes. do that for a movie.
1: I agree with that. Uh-huh. After seeing how they handle it in this series, which obviously they couldn't do with the movie the same way. Right,
2: also, this is 11 years later?
1: This is 20 years. No, I mean... Oh, the, oh, oh, then the movie. From right, the right, from
2: right. The, when they made the movie.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> yes, so it's... Oh, I, I love how they incorporated it uh-huh. in the show. It's so, so good. I'm so excited. Uh, how much
2: does Trent <clears throat> Reznor score Buck?
1: Raymond? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it fucks so hard. I, I know that, and I've almost, I've almost clicked on a couple of tracks they have been posting online. Like, yeah, I, 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 I want to watch it in just the context the, of the
0: show first. The the end credits was posted, and I uh-huh. almost clicked on it. Oh. I was like, no, I can't. I it's can't. very good. Yeah. And,
1: uh, yeah, it's pumping through the whole thing, and mm-hmm. it is so good. I... I <laughs> I absolutely believe that with the amount of buzz behind this and how good it is, a Trent will win an Emmy for this. Uh, <laughs> Trent Fanaticus <laughs> run.
0: Well, that's what I saw. Thanks. That was like, he said in terms that he got. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> How's uh, Jeremy Irons? Is he, been in, is, is he in it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, is he Ozymandias? He is Ozymandias. Oh, yeah.
2: that's so funny because I didn't know that, but I guessed it was like, oh, Jeremy yeah. Irons, he could be Ozymandias. It, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. They don't
1: ever say that. Uh-huh. But, but we know that he is. Based we on, don't. Like,
0: Mm. He's cast in it It's on the IMDB thing
1: Yes, IMDB so is the, internet, the only thing I go the to The show has not
0: told <laughs> sh- you that but The show has, has, has not
1: confirmed well. yes. And in fact the show has said That he's just a wealthy man mm. huh. Interesting it, I'm sure he is mm-hmm. yeah, right. But as of right now it's like a big And from everything that I've heard This show has more twists in every episode That just blow your fucking mind cool. There is a massive twist in this first episode That's insane and that's all it was
2: like. I. I'm so, I'm so excited for the show. I feel yeah,
0: like Doctor Manhattan's got to show up. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can't talk about it. But I I, like, I was trying to think of like people that would still be alive at this point that might show up. Yeah. Like it'd be great if Night Owl showed up, and if it was uh, Patrick Wilson, that'd be great too. <laughs> it, won't, it won't be, but because he's the, but he's like the best. I mean, going back to how they, who they chose to play the characters. I feel like they did a really good job choosing. I mean, he's
1: he's good. I think yeah. I think really the only person that is not very well cast in the movie is uh, uh the girl who's playing Silk Spectre. Oh, okay. oh. uh Maren something. Yeah. I cannot remember her name. But she comes off as and I and it may be the direction from Zack Snyder, uh. but she is a very whiny, annoying character in the movie. Mm-hmm, right. And that's not her character in the comic at all. She's mm-hmm. like very strong and smart and an interesting and deep character that you that does not come over in the movie very well but she's being that same character is being played by gene smart in the show who is incredible she's an incredible actress. uh but very much in line with who the character was in the comics Mm -hmm. rather than portrayed in the movie that that you already spoiled
0: too much for me because now i know that she's in it thanks a lot Okay, she was in the trailers.
2: <laughs> it, it excites me that you are this pumped after one episode for something, yeah. a, a material that we all
1: love. And I've yes. seen
0: mm-hmm. tweets of people that have gotten to watch all of it and have just, they've not stopped it. No one's incredible. seen all of it yet. Oh, we've well, seen several episodes. Several episodes. Okay, I thought Scott Wentler got to see all of it, but no, he only No, to see. Okay. no
1: uh, I know that some critics have been given like the first six, and I know uh-huh. a lot of them stopped after three so they could watch it week to week. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. It is... Yeah, it is. Oh, I cannot believe how much I love this show.
2: <laughs> that gives me so much hope because for the longest time, Watchmen was considered like unfilmable because yeah. of all the, how the way it's structured and mm-hmm. the, the squid and all that and the squid. And you know, I think the movie, in my recent memory, does a very good job of adapting the comic. Maybe not getting the themes exactly right. you mm-hmm. I think you're, you are making a valid point about that. But you know, th- that's a great representation of seeing that comic and being able to see quite i'm assuming a better representation of what that comic really means told to you know a new audience and being told you know alan moore is a great is a great comics and graphic novel writer but most people will never read any of his work and most of his movies most movies based on his materialism are not good
1: yeah and it's very vi- it's very easy to see how somebody like Zack Snyder would mm. look up to Rorschach, who's uh-huh. a right wing nut job, and by all accounts, so is Zack Snyder. Uh-huh. So it's very easy for to see why he would look at that and totally buy into it and be like, "Oh yes, he's the hero of this uh-huh. story," but he really wasn't. And Alan Moore has said that right. yeah. he's not. He and is a psychopath. That's what got me
2: so. Ex- one of the things that got me so excited is that teaser for the show is like, is, is the. Is is Rorschach being treated like an Alex Jones character? Yeah. Where it's like a whole conspiracy theory group and where like, he's like... Yeah, the wearing leader. the masks? Yeah. 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 Like, he yeah. started a movement. They all right. believe in him. Uh-huh. And it's like, that's what I want from this
1: series because mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. Yeah. And, and that's how he would be treated. And even though he was correct... Yeah. It's like, that's what the show... He
2: accidentally stumbled onto the right thing.
1: Right.
0: Yeah.
2: By no fault of his own, he stumbled onto the right So I'm feeling like, like
0: I'll probably just read it again, just so I could read it again. We you like, should, we yeah. even did the, we like got all of the before watch. Was it called Before Watchmen? Yeah, mm-hmm. some of them were pretty good, and some of them I never were not read those. Yeah. Good, I was waiting for you guys read, to give me a verdict. We we read. I mean, uh, there's one that
2: crosses over with Superman, isn't there? Like a
0: Doomsday you know, there's there's one a... coming right now that's called Doomsday. That is it's. it's oh, I thought or, that already happened. It already it, happened. It, it already happened, but it just recently happened. Really recently. I heard it was okay. Yeah, but the before Watchmen, there was definitely some, I mean, a lot of, it was really cool to see the, the ones that really connected right into mm-hmm. the, the comic, uh, or the graphic novel, but some of them were like, oh, okay, I could have done without, mm-hmm. without
2: It that, didn't need to be done. No.
0: But some of them were really good. So. Yeah. It,
1: yeah, just shut up and go watch it. Watchmen cast. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I mean, all right, <laughs> what, what else can we, yeah, let's keep talking about Watchmen. No, that's all I got to talk about. So let's move on to our, uh, our main
0: event film. Yeah. What did we watch, boys? We saw um, a real fucker of a movie. <laughs> a real fucker is the best way to describe it. <laughs> this was uh, my pick, um, and I struggled a little bit with what I wanted to pick because there's so many like classic horror movies mm-hmm. that I haven't seen. Like I haven't seen Saw. Um, we
2: consider Saw a classic. I mean, I guess at this point yeah, it's a modern first classic. One, right, right. Yeah. And then
0: Silence of the Lambs. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, uh, Constantine isn't really a classic, but that was one that I was like, I feel like I need to watch that one at some point. So that I was like juggling through eh, a but, but
2: It's got our boy Keanu. Yeah, Keanu.
0: That's why I was like, yeah, horror horror it's movie good. that is good that we we would enjoy watching. But I really wanted to pick one that because I don't I was looking back and I don't think besides Joker we've done one where we all ha- none of us have seen it. Yeah,
1: none of us had seen this movie. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: and it's uh, the Nick Cage uh, indie movie Mandy. Yeah, is the one that we ended up watching. Mm-hmm. So that's what we picked, and it was a little difficult to find. I ended up realizing that we could just get it through digital, but at first I had to like I looked at where to get it from Redbox, and I was like, it's like. The only one is at the South Hill, and I was like, "That's not happening." Yeah. So I'm glad that I was able to find it digitally, and it would have been DVD, and Andy wouldn't have watched oh, it. Oh yeah, I would have. Watched so, that. <laughs> so yeah, we watched uh, Mandy. Uh, Andy, what'd you think? What'd you think of Mandy, Andy? Um, Andy?
2: <laughs> we still we I, talked for almost an hour just so we could delay how we yeah <laughs> to form our thoughts.
0: <clears throat> I enjoyed
1: watching Mandy.
0: I mean, I, I would say that that the last half was. So, yeah. This movie takes...
1: So when we started watching, I felt like, man, I am not high enough to watch this movie. (laughs) Yes. And then... We came to that agreement. And then about halfway through, decided, I am so happy I'm not high watching this movie. Right. Because I would have been having a bad time. Because
0: it is very strange. It is one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. Um, And it's almost... I wouldn't classify it as B-movie, but it almost... Like, uh, Tell like you, is B it
2: movie. it is not B movie, it is a grindhouse movie. Okay. Yeah, this is right. a grindhouse movie, it is, like, okay. which is like sea level. It but is, m- it knows what it is. Right. That's the whole yes.
1: appeal of those yes. movies. It is beautiful,
2: mm-hmm. it
1: is atmospheric, mm-hmm. it is gross, mm-hmm. it is brutal, and it is awesome. Yeah. And I don't think I want to watch it again. <laughs> I think
2: the I, I I agree with you in all that sentiment. I would watch this as a midnight movie yes. for, like, a, a cult screening at, yep. like, our local theater which I that think does is, midnight screenings which, of cult movies. This would be a perfect fit for which is, it is a grindhouse appeal.
1: And I think it debuted at a film festival as the midnight, sure. as a midnight pick, which is, like, the perfect way to see this movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. In a theater full of crazy... A full audience of people in a theater at midnight. Like, just our
0: reactions of it. Imagine, like, a whole crowd reaction yeah. of it. Yeah. This is
1: not a movie I want to watch by myself. No. Right. no. I was glad yeah. we watched this.
2: I would have together. no enjoyment watching this by myself. I wouldn't make it through the first half to get to this. Yes.
1: It is such a slow burn. And I mean, like slow with a capital s mm-hmm. it's like it the movie is taking its sweet fucking time there's a
0: shot where it pauses on mandy's face for 10 seconds it doesn't do anything but play some like synth mm-hmm. for 10 seconds of just yeah. her face and then moves on like that's how slow or it the was. scene where
1: they call the demons and then the guy gets back in the car and then there's like a 25 second sequence of the guy just like rolling
0: the rolling window up, up and down mm-hmm. so full so, of weird stuff like that so I, the, the movie that I wanted to reference that I realized that hasn't been released yet is Burning. We did, Oh, we yeah, watched, Burning. We watched Burning, which you guys will eventually hear. But the main thing that, with that one is that it's, like, two different movies combined. Mm-hmm. And, like, this was a lot like that, too, <coughs> where I was expecting the last half of this movie to be the whole movie. Right. But it's all... The first hour is building up to that last half. So I would, like... I would much prefer to just watch the second half. Yeah. But how... Like beautiful and well, like interesting and well shot. That first half is. I feel like I you have to watch that first half it, to it get sets to the, you
2: into right. appreciating the second. half. Yes,
0: it makes. But now it, that I watched the whole movie, I'd be like, if I go to watch it, I'm just going to skip to yeah. the, the second half. It makes it
1: so that when he, when when our boy Nicky Cage finally breaks, yes, and goes full Cage, yeah, we were cheering. What, what, yeah. what Raymond? What'd you call it? Nicholas Uncage. Sure did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this I'm, is I'm happy with that. Yeah, that was that was perfect. This is one hundred percent an off the rails Nick Cage performance that you want. When yes. you want a crazy Nick Cage performance.
0: But it's the first one that I'm like, it's warranted for him to
1: just oh, be crazy. Absolutely. And that's what I think this movie does really well. It's like, oh yeah, I get
0: why he's going crazy. Yeah. Fucking demons, man. Why, why he's just while well, he's just chugging vodka and screaming. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, I was glad that those demons showed up again. Um it was literally just Slipknot, is who it was. It, they, it was just played by the people from yeah. Slipknot. Yeah, Taylor but showed up. they, like, called them with a Ocarina of Time. They show <laughs> they up... They called those Ocarinas. <clears throat> of Time. But they... Did you see it?
2: <laughs> it didn't do anything with Time, though.
0: It called demons.
2: <laughs> sure.
0: Anyway, H- the yeah. The of, yes. yeah. H- 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 of Hell. Yeah, Ocarina of Hell. Because they also had the Dagger of Hell. They had a couple cool things. Uh-huh. Um, they, they called them, they, um... Get, they get a sacrifice so that they can go and grab Mandy, which I feel like is something that they could have easily done without the Slipknot. Being I back. was thinking that, too. I was like, <laughs> they could
1: have just broken into their house and yeah, taken and her. Yeah, and taken her.
0: So and I was like, oh, that's. I hope that's not... I was worried that was all we were going to see of them. But then as soon as he went to go grab the weapons, I was like, oh, good. He's going to go kill them first and then go get the other guys. Hell I was like, yes. Yeah. And that scene, I mean, it just kicks off from there when he... Yeah, when he decides to go and get his revenge, it's 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 great. It's bonkers. It. It's it's bonkers. It sure is. Like uh, he gets a, he, he his favorite shirt gets cut, and uh, <laughs> he doesn't get very happy about it. <laughs> you got my shirt! You got my shirt! <laughs> and that is a classic delivery
2: too, and it's so it was so perfect. I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah, unironically, I think he does amazing work. Is it misused? Yes, is it sometimes overdone because he had a lot of tax problems and needed to make uh, five movies a year? Yes, but like it's it's so funny when you see him talk outside of movies, where like he did a I don't know if, I don't know if it's for this or if he's got a new movie coming out that he's doing a promotion for, but he showed up on uh, Wired's YouTube channel to do like a breakdown of like uh, they they had him talk about like their his most iconic performances, and he's like, he, like Vampire's Kiss comes up, and he's right. like, oh yeah, I was inspired by this German like art house movie, and then he's talking about like a French Beauty and the Beast movie from nineteen thirties. He's like, he's very much like a huge film nerd and comics nerd, yeah. and he's super like well thought through in everything he's doing. It's, he's a Coppola. Yeah, and he yes he is, and he wants to do. The things that he does on screen. Yeah. He doesn't always have the best delivery, but everything he does is with so much purpose. And I feel like you could, especially with this being I, like... It like endears me to him knowing that he does, everything he does is not an accident. Right. He's not like blindly stomping through something, just shouting. He is like, he made There's a decision to do it. that. Yeah.
1: And like, and like you said, they did not pay him anything for no, this right. movie. He did the budget for he this movie
2: was $6 it. million dollars and yeah. it made one. Yeah. There's no way he did anything other than look at the script and go, I'm in.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like who else could be in this part? It had to be. Vacation. Oh, he makes this movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: If it was anyone else, I don't know. If, I don't know if. I mean, it would
1: have to be someone of an equal crazy caliber to sell it for. Him. It would not have. I guarantee you, it would not have been made mm-hmm. if because yeah. he, he is the biggest star attached. Right. To and even with you know his diminishing star, and mm-hmm. they may not. A tat- they could have. Uh, they could make. They could mount a six million dollar movie behind him, right? Especially if it's his passion project that he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I just want to do it." But.
0: And realizing that it was uh, produced by Elijah Wood, that was yeah. that was a cool little. Well, they, thing to see. And that totally little, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, if
2: you, if people don't know Elijah Wood's career post Lord of the Rings is him going, "I was a child actor and I was in one of the most popular movies ever made. I don't have to work again if I don't want to." Yeah. So he literally has more money than he knows what to do with. And he only stars in things he wants to star in. Like
0: Wilfred, which I love.
2: Yeah. So it's like he, he DJs. He does like... He curates movies for the Alamo <laughs> Drafthouse. He does and like that, film festival picks. That Netflix
0: movie that I do want us to watch, the I Don't Belong on This Planet anymore, oh, yeah. or whatever it's called, that he did. Oh, I've always, I want to yeah. have us mm-hmm. watch that at some point. Because it, it looks... So it's like me, good good or Wood. bad.
2: Elijah Wood is, is like funding things and starring in things that he thinks are interesting. And that at least... Whether or not I totally enjoy them, I really right. appreciate that he's using... His just ungodly wealth to just do whatever he wants. Right.
0: Yeah. So that was cool to see that he mm-hmm. produced this. Yeah. He
2: put he put money into it. And I know him and Nicolas Cage started like a cop drama like in the last yes. couple years. And uh, we almost I, the, we
0: almost bought oh, that yeah. and watched that. I when haven't we were working seen it. Walmart. I know
2: the poster looks very bad.
0: Yes. Oh yes. And
2: I doubt the movie's good, but I love both of them, so I want to watch it.
0: Yeah. So that made I mean, that's probably how they connected to then do this probably. movie. Maybe. Yeah. That. I mean. So, the thing that I always worry about with, like, revenge movies is, like, mm. how they will end the movie. Mm. Because, like, once they kill everybody, you can't just, like, end it there. There always has to be, like, that emotional, like, reminisce thinking the about forces. the person yeah. afterwards. And this movie <laughs> sure does it. <laughs> I was worried that I was like, oh, because it does, like, a flashback of him seeing her at a party. And I was like, oh, this is kind of how it's going to end. But it then cuts to him looking over at his, in the passenger seat, <laughs> thinking, thinking that she's there. Completely out of his mind, he is insane at this point, mm-hmm. and covered mm-hmm. in blood. covered in blood. And then he so. smiles, and it's I'm sure it's a any, very unnatural smile. If anything you've seen from Mandy, you've probably seen that sh- that picture because it is insane. It's and then an he drives amazing. off, and it turns out it like pans up, and it's like Ju- it was Jupiter the whole time, or like the last shot. Is I don't like think Jupiter. that's what it's. Trying it's to not saying trying that it was it. Jupiter the whole time, but just like I, I want to know if this is. Like referencing some other storyline, maybe I don't a think biblical so. storyline of him like following or something. I feel like there's the more. No. I think it's just weird. Yeah, that's just because...
2: the director has only made Panos something I can't remember his last name, yeah. but he's only made one other movie, and I have only heard that that thing is almost unwatchable, but also equally insane. Okay, so I don't. I think this is just how this guy thinks. Right.
0: Okay. <laughs> that might be true, but it, just like the. Continually, because she mm-hmm. says that Jupiter's her favorite planet. So right. then everything after that is, like, referencing her being on Jupiter at this mm-hmm. point because she passed on. Mm-hmm. And then the whole Jesus, and then him being, like, literally sounding like the devil at right. the end being in that pit. Uh-huh. So that's what I was like. There might be some kind of... Because he goes around and kills... I think there's allegories, the, sure, that yes. referencing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Absolutely. Like, yeah,
2: I think there's some sort of... There's fucking a quote from Garth Marenghi's Dark Place that I thought about, which was... I know directors who use... Uh, I know who, yes, I know writers know. who use writers, subtext, and yeah. they're all cowards. They're all cowards. This movie is no subtext. <laughs> yeah. It's because all out in the field.
0: It, made, it reminded me, as soon as those, uh, the Slipknot showed up, they remi- <laughs> it made me think of uh, Good Omens, which we talked about, yeah. where the four horsemen are riding motorcycles, mm-hmm. and this was that kind of thing. Where these the were riding guys, ATVs. These guys were Hell. almost the four ho- horsemen. but Hell, they, yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they looked just... There was the one guy that was just slimy. It was the one guy that had the Slime, spikes, spikes nice all guy. over him. The knife penis dude oh Um, knife penis and then there was the dude that just stood by the fire and took an arrow through the neck pulled it through his neck and was like we're still gonna fight (laughs) like pinhead metal yeah metal i mean i that's it was almost shot for shot from the slipknot concert that i saw that all of that that was in the movie happened in the concert have you seen hellraiser i have not seen Hellraiser. Mm. it's a classic i feel like that one's too gross for me is it too gross
2: if you've just watched Mandy, yeah. I think this is... It's, it's, it's
0: less gross than Mandy? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's from a different right. time. Okay. It, like, it's 80s, right? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty cheesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But isn't there, like, 12 of them? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. yeah well, who cares? Yeah. It, watch all 12 it, yeah, of
2: them. Yeah, okay. fun. This movie, to me, I, I think we Andy and I both have referenced this during when we were watching the movie, is that this felt very much like <laughs> the heavy metal movie based off the heavy mm-hmm. metal comics. And there where was where even, like, a, a the animated there scene was a couple in it. animated yeah. sequences <laughs> yeah. It's it's very much it's it's so funny because a lot of it see a lot of the visuals seem so over the top. I mean they it is, but it's like boy, this is like if I was like between fourteen and seventeen, if you described like every scene that happens in this movie, how the shots are composed and how like the layout happens, I'm like boy, this is what I wanna see. <laughs> so like every shot, there's like a tiger just like Hell yeah like <laughs> growling on like a backdrop of a moon like there's a fucking the metal paintings. it's the, like everything the chemist is like,
0: was just the weirdest uh-huh. part of the, it was oh, just yeah. like he just drops some acid and was like north <laughs> and then it yeah the tiger, then the tiger the tiger's like yeah awesome communicating with the tiger <laughs> and then he, off he went down a tunnel yeah. by that point i was all in for yes, the movie yeah so. and i feel i wish it would have been that the whole time yeah because i mean like the stuff we saw or at, at least the first hour, if it was
2: if the first part was cut in half, maybe, yes. and then it was another twenty minutes that we got of, like twenty to thirty minutes of uncaged un- Nicolas Cage. Yes, because that's that's what, that's I, what want. I
0: want. Yeah. Because like the how things were <laughs> shot and how things looked in that first half was good, but I don't. It's think... It's incredible,
2: but nothing happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, nothing happens, and then I don't feel like that. We, the the. Weird style that they did really carry through into the other half when he started to kill people until like the end. The so end I was thing. like, "Oh, it's setting up how it's going to be," but then once he got to him killing people, it didn't really have that kind of. Except for when he takes one finger dab of that whatever that gray liquid oh, is, and yeah. then he sees his own head melt. Hell yeah! <laughs> so that I mean, there was still like a some claymation shots of that. Head, yes, yeah, definitely, which claymation. is also very
2: eighties. Yeah. It's so funny. As soon as as soon as the movie started, I was like, "When is this movie set?" And then. It has Reagan playing on, on Nicholas Cage's stairs, It's like, oh, this is the 80s. And, and then it, it came up with
0: a like, title card. Yeah, the, the title card that says 1983 AD. It's yeah. like, yes. <laughs>
1: uh, we're going to talk about the cheese goblin.
0: cheese goblin? goblin. The mac and cheese goblin. Uh, everything's better with cheddar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's after he just watched his wife burn alive and he walked back inside
0: and his face looking at the commercial is so weird, but so good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I'm totally... For- I'm just now thinking back to the first hour because I'm, like, amazed by the second hour. Like, the whole part where it's just a monologue of her talking about her as a kid when that guy shows up with a bag of birds. Her dad. That's her dad, or her dad. Yeah, yeah. That shows up with a bag of birds that they, like, kill. Like, that mm-hmm. was like, oh, okay. And yeah. that just reminded me that Nick's C- Nick Cage's face in that part is like, he's just like, huh? huh? <laughs> the whole yeah. time.
2: Did ever tell you about this story? He's like, no, no. No?
0: I don't know if I want to hear it either. Yeah. I, I really
2: appreciated that they knew how to use Nicolas Cage in this movie. Yeah. Because while he is always giving it 100%, you don't always need 100% Nick Cage. Yeah. And not having him deliver dialogue for 90% of this movie, I think, works in its favor for the way the movie um, wants to convey how, like, how it's going to treat the characters. Right. Because I, the more that Nicolas Cage talks the More that you have to suit the movie to fit what he is going to do, <laughs> so better so the, to just
0: have him yell and scream. And... He, he,
2: undeniably, he is better at emoting than he is giving dialogue. I would agree. Yes. he I love him, but sometimes he just delivers dialogue the way he wants to do it, and sometimes that doesn't work. <laughs> Which it's, I my it's amazing because he didn't say too much in that movie, right. it would still be great if he did, <laughs> yeah. but. It would it would have lost. You tore my favorite shirt. Is going to be really lost if he's doing that in the entire movie. Yeah. You know. So I really appreciated <laughs> that. Like the first time we see him really beaten, uncaged is him in the bathroom sitting on his toilet, shouting, drinking vodka. Yes. It is the most Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Of the movie, he never is that much again, which I love.
0: Another shot that we have to talk about that like even though there was a couple where i was like am i on drugs and the one that i'm specifically talking about is when the the dude with the long hair is giving his monologue about how he found his path Mm -hmm. and he is talking to mandy and then slowly Uh, her her face face uh, transposes on uh, his and it goes back and forth and it was like it was so trippy because I was like, "Whose face is it right now?" Because they just did a good job of like making it seem like it uh-huh. could be it anybody's face. Both, yeah. uh-huh. Yes, as,
2: I know there's several shots where it is a composite of both of their faces. Yes, as yeah. it is switching between it. So it's well, like, then the it, second
0: time it did it, her mouth was a little bit uh-huh. open, so then it made it look like she was uh-huh. saying those things, and it was just like, "Oh, I mean, even before that, when she has to get that bug." To, bite, yeah, to sting, to sting her neck. Well, that mm-hmm. was disgusting. Um, there was yeah. There, I just gotta say, if um, anybody does anything to Kenzie, you, you know I'm gonna go forge an axe to, yeah. <laughs> to go get revenge. That was amazing. Uh, so good.
1: <laughs> At the end, when he kills the guy, and he just goes, "I'm your god now." Yes. And I was like, oh hell,
0: this is and so then just fucking crushes no. his
2: head. Oh. This movie is what. I think, an 80s metalhead thinks of. <laughs> when yeah. they're like, I want a metal movie. Yes. And it literally said in the 80s. And it's well, like, this the, is the most metal shit you could think literally of. Literally the yep. opening thing <laughs> is,
0: as they lay me down to sleep, put a speaker at my feet, put headphones around my head, and then play metal till I'm dead. Yeah. It's like, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It is
2: visually stunning. Yes. Not always, the. I mean, it's not always, like, something that's happening in the foreground. Sometimes it's just lighting choices are insane. Yeah. That like sometimes it's just the outside is blue. Sometimes the outside's red. And it's, mm-hmm. that is... And it just kind of It just kind of changes. Green. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's incredible that like the amount of trippy visual stuff they went through in this movie. It definitely feels like... It, it really makes you feel like you are on drugs.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially, again, that the composite part. But before he does yeah. the composites, it's like weird. like, like a blue light. His imaging following, isn't it yeah. following him mm-hmm. all the way. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was really cool. And then we gotta talk about this movie opens up with him, uh, with Nick Cage, chainsawing down a tree. And uh, Raymond <laughs> appropriately call it the Chekhov's chainsaw because you knew he had to use a chainsaw. He has a chainsaw. Oh, yeah. Even better than that. The guy's whittling with a little knife that he goes to fight, and you're like, "Oh man, Nick Cage has a chainsaw. There's no chance." The guy reaches to the side, pulls <laughs> out a longer, longer chainsaw. chainsaw, and then there's a five-minute chainsaw fight scene that ends with the guy getting pulled down onto his it's own fucking chainsaw. Awesome. <laughs> Just incredible. That, that's Just.
2: one of the things I I don't I don't know if I love this movie. I really appreciate it though. Yeah. For how much that they knew going in the exact movie they were making, what they wanted to get out of it, and that they're like, oh, that's metal? Yeah, we're gonna do that, and then do, like, another ten times that. That's even more fucking metal. Hell it's yeah. like, every yeah. time they could up themselves, they did. They do. They sure and do, it's, And yeah. it's absolutely, I think, just not, not like, the most amazing movie I'll, I, I think I'll ever see, but it's an incredible testament to... The spirit of filmmaking. What are you doing? Don't
1: finger oh, my computer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you just gonna turn it off? <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. You might accidentally. Be
0: careful. <laughs> uh. But yeah
2: I, yeah, I just thought it is—it is a singular vision, and you, we are yeah. getting the vision of this filmmaker. And I found—I realized when I saw the screenwriting credits, I followed the the co-screenwriter on twitter uh, aaron stewart on he also writes thor comics cool, cool. and he's also right. done a bunch of other like, which is very metal yeah he's like a <laughs> um like a gig worker around like new york and he just takes like random jobs cool. so this is a he's like i guess they, he was just like yeah i'm for hire and they got him <laughs> so i i think elijah wood must have like retweeted him or something because i follow elijah wood and yeah. he must have retweeted something about him like when the movie came out and i was like he talked about making the movie so i was like oh I'll follow this guy and i just was like i i had forgotten what he had done and then the movie came and i was yeah. like oh this is what oh, he's responsible yeah. for okay <laughs> yeah. i i only the only thing i knew about this going in was the poster image of Nicolas cage with an axe with blood on his face looking crazy yeah and that the movie was scored by uh, johan johansson who was an icelandic composer who died last year so Maybe. this was one of his last movies that he yeah composed. the credits
0: even gave him yeah in loving, loving memory
2: um he did the score for sicario and Ooh. uh the theory of everything and he is was a, an incredible composer and uh-huh. i've been following he also did like a lot of uh, solo synth work and i had been following that so knowing that this movie featured one of his last scores i knew i was familiar with this work so I was like i might just like now, now, definitely I will, but I was going to buy the score without seeing the movie anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I absolutely love the
0: score. I mean, Nick Cage would be the number one thing in the movie. Uh-huh. I would say it's probably the, num- the number two thing uh-huh. in this movie is to it's, set the tone. And really yeah, to it, is,
2: the, it is a moody, he, tone-setting piece. When
0: he goes into the, the music that was playing, when he goes into that the, the steeple... The, the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the yeah. makeshift church. Yeah, when the drums yeah, tr- kick drums in. the drums like, and yeah. <laughs> really chunky guitar. <laughs> yeah, oh, so good.
1: Might have my favorite knock-knock joke I've ever heard. What was it, Andy? <laughs> knock knock.
0: Who's there? Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada. Who?
1: Eric Estrada
0: from Jibs. <laughs> yeah, that's a good knock knock joke. I
1: still don't understand.
2: <laughs> no, but, but I love it. I I wonder if that was written in the script or not. <laughs> oh, I, I, have no not. I, I have not. no idea. I have no idea.
0: All right. Well, that was a uh, crazy time. I'm glad yeah. we glad we watched it. Cause, yeah. yeah, going into it, all I all I knew was. That it was a I knew it was a revenge <coughs> story uh-huh. and then it was very gory. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew about it. So that's why I was like waiting for that and mm-hmm. then it it sure gave that. I to knew us. it
2: I knew it had to go with Crazy Nicolas Cage based on the one image I'd seen of it, but I knew nothing else. Right. And after the first, you know, the first hour or so, I was like, I this feels like a super art house movie. I don't know if I'm gonna like I don't know if I'm I'm in for this, and then like, as we soon as it, it for horror, where right. is that? And as yeah. soon I was like, it has to get to there at some point, and once it, it starts, starts, I was like, I am fucking in. I I made no bones about telling you guys how much I was in. Yes. Oh yeah, you were yelling <laughs> at the screen. It was great. Every time something happened in the second half of the movie, I got very excited. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what I wanted,
2: and that made me very happy that you picked this movie.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. I feel like you should watch it if, if what we just talked about is um, Guess, something that you're into. I mean, don't, if you do, like, don't do drugs before seeing this movie. I definitely, that is not a good idea. If you like, don't ever do drugs. Yeah.
1: Don't do Never drugs. Never do yeah, drugs. Don't this do is, drugs. is the dare cast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we dare. You sh- to care? Is that what their slogan no. is? No. I mean, maybe over time, but no. I dare you to do drugs. Is that their slogan? No. I mean, oh. they, they might as well have been.
2: <laughs> I know I wore my dare shirt to parties. And got yeah. real <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say if you like gore, which this has a lot of uncomfortable gore, if you like schlocky horror movies, if you have the patience to get through the first, like if you are ready to accept that an hour of this movie set you up for how insane the second half is. Yes, and I feel like it's Stop, almost... Do a movie-watching party. Yes, yeah. It is best seen with the group, I think.
0: I, I still would say it's parts of the first hour are worth watching just for how it's shot. Yeah. So, there's that I, so I agree with that be, as well. You're not going to yes. hate the first hour. It's still no. worth seeing the stuff that was done in that hour, but you got to make it to that second hour. Yeah. That second hour is incredible.
2: I feel like if you are with a party of people, that is, like, like we did, we we're like all in it together that makes it so much more enjoyable in the
0: second half i'm just thinking if you're like start but, drinking and then you're gonna be nice and <laughs> into it when ready. that hits and that's when you gotta
1: yep, do it yep, yep, yep. <laughs> all right
0: that's mandy. all i gotta say yeah. about mandy mandy yeah we got one left for you guys yeah one and it will come out on halloween so that's exciting make some promises there i mean it's a thursday that's normally when our episodes well, come out tonight is gonna come out on halloween all right, all right. it'll come out <laughs> okay yeah we'll figure it out all right anyway
1: uh that's it for this week's never seen any of this hold on a sec oh oh we you got almost, we... luck. are
0: you gonna do this every time Oh, andy? maybe <laughs> shit
2: so now that no one's listening
0: yeah we, we already wrapped because we wrapped up and ended it and now yeah. no one's gonna hear this part no andy. one i mean
2: no one listens in the first place but if they made it this far
0: andy ruined mandy
2: <laughs> andy ruined
0: mandy this is the part where it always goes off the rails, anyway. So I feel like people should stick around at this part. <laughs> no one can see what you're doing. They you just see her acting depressed off, Mike? Shut up. <laughs> All
2: right, you can mope over there. All right, Well he's well,
0: I... gone. Raymond will now plug us. So. Yeah.
2: So you can find us if you enjoyed the show, which I hope you did. You can find us on Facebook at Never Seen Any of This. You can find us on Twitter at the same handle at NSAOTPod. Um, on there you can get links to our letterbox profiles which as soon as I get home I'll be updating to say how much this movie fucked yep um, you can email us at never of this pod at gmail dot com and if you want to tell people about it leave us a review or a like or star or whatever the podcast service you use has give it a nice rating or a,
0: a review yeah and it's yeah cool. and uh um stop just listening to our Midsummer episode. <laughs> no, keep listening. To <laughs> well, you Spinkle can keep listening to that too, but listen to some other ones too. Yeah, don't let Sammy tell you what to do. Well don't listen to me. He's not the boss of you. But if I say don't listen to me, isn't that kind of like Double right, Talk? Yeah anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, ask Paul Rudd about this. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. <laughs> you ripped my shirt. <laughs> I
1: ripped your shirt. You ripped my favorite shirt. I ripped your favorite shirt. I know that's the end of this episode. I'll do it again next week on another episode of Never Seen Any of This. Bye.
0: Bye. You ripped my favorite shirt.